cool. And that's uh, that's Barney introducing the podcast. That now. really was. We well, were just like sitting there thinking, who's going to start saying it? And then Barney meowed. Barney meowed. So yeah. well done. Um, yeah. Well done, Barney. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> this week, <laughs> this week, <laughs> my predictions for this introduction were right. Let, let well, that it was going to be said, chaotic. I said in some, in, in you know, maybe in a, maybe next year, maybe in many years, I think I said we might move into a more kind of surrealist, dardarist kind of, oh. you know, we might just start using, <laughs> might just start grunting at each other or something. <laughs> we just allowed, uh, anyway. Yeah, that good. was great. That's I love great. it. We felt into it and that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we are going to talk about staying with feelings in relationships. Yes. Uh, which links into what we did in our podcast last week. We ended talking about when we are um, talking about changes in relationships and incorporating changes mm. in relationships and changes to our, our our own rules and our own setups, how uh, that might uh, lead to some difficult feelings. We're going to talk about how to manage difficult feelings in relationships. Yes. I think um, we're mostly focusing here on when another person is having strong or difficult feelings yeah and how we might be around that um mm-hmm. rather than our own strong or difficult feelings yeah um but obviously this all rests on the foundation of this this general concept of staying with feelings which is that it's good to be with your own difficult feelings mm-hmm. rather than trying to get rid of them um or pretend they're not there and similarly it's good to be able to be with other people's difficult feelings rather than trying to pretend they're not there or make them different or get rid of them in some way yeah mm. so this idea of staying with feelings is an idea that Andrew's written uh, as brilliant zine about that you should Ooh, go to their website you. to check out yes it's called the staying with feelings zine right it is yeah if you go to rewritingtherules.com it's um, under zines um, there's a few zines and it's one of them staying with feelings and they're free as well and they're yeah. all hand drawn and handwritten they're like proper zine like and they proper are zine-y. awesome and that Thank is you. one of the awesome ones that so, I yeah. I send people to that all the time like Thank uh, you. sent friends of mine to that who like just you know really struggling with their own feelings yeah. and stuff and just like and it's just getting amplified and amplified and they become self-critical about their feelings and stuff and yeah it just becomes so hard to manage well that's right that's one of the concepts is that if we don't if we don't stay with a feeling that comes up it often leads to much more difficult feelings because we start layering on top of the original mm. so if we don't really feel like it's okay to be sad about something mm. then we start to feel guilty about feeling sad and then we feel anxious about the fact we're feeling guilty about feeling sad mm. and then we feel you know uh, worried about the anxiety and does that mm. mean we're an anxious person and it just like mm. you know I'm sure everyone's had that experience it just kind of gets bigger and bigger and bigger and the idea is if you can actually just stay with that original sadness or mm. anger or whatever the feeling is mm. you, you can kind of move through it you know you feel it it's really intense maybe and then it kind of moves through and you know you find eventually you're in a different feeling state mm. Um, and that we can move through them much more easily mm. if we do learn how to stay with them. Mm. The film Inside Out is great on this as well, I would yeah. say. Yeah, Pixar it, movie. It's such Brilliant. a great film. I bloody yeah. loved that film yeah. so much. It just really encapsulated it. Mm-hmm. That you stay with a feeling, that you um, that you allow all of, your, all of your feelings to be in play at any one moment because they're mm-hmm. all potentially valuable and they'll yeah. have things to... Um, they'll have things that they can tell us but also if you then don't go into kind of reacting to those feelings and Mm. thinking um 
thinking critically about yourself in relation to those feelings and then doing things related to those feelings to kind of run away from the feelings yes. or to fight the feelings in some way and just or just to kind of um, go I think in the film they go through this kind of they run through this they get lost in this kind of kind of yeah by trying to eradicate sadness yeah um, to the outer limits because it doesn't feel okay to be sad they also eradicate joy yeah. really interesting it's yeah, like yeah, you yeah. can't have the one without the other um, and yeah they, they're sort of running around in the in this outer parts of this, this girl's psyche aren't they sort yeah. of trying to get back to, to base you feeling know. the feelings uh, yeah because they need all the feelings are needed and without those feelings the person becomes much lesser and they lose really important sides of themselves um, it's one of those things that could be you know, it's it's right up there as things that could potentially be the answer to a, almost everything. Certainly, a lot in the world. You know, once you start playing with this idea, I think so much of the bad shit that happens at all levels is because people are not able to do this. Um, yeah, I think the difficulty for that is that it's really hard to stay with feelings for ourselves because we are we're not taught this stuff. But also, mm. it's very hard when other people are around our feelings. Yeah, and it's hard. I mean, this whole thing is hard. Yes. But it's hard to uh, help somebody feel their feelings when um, they're feeling their feelings, but it can be hard for us to allow them to do that yes. in a way that we're not also feeling our feelings and yeah, yeah, projecting yeah. our feelings onto them. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about exactly. here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we can um, learn how to help people in close relationships with us to feel their feelings, and um, we can do that in a way that feels that is okay for us. Yeah then um, rather than getting into a kind of a row about you made me feel this and I now I feel this yeah. and now I think this and now I think this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and the whole thing escalates Yeah, having a, a maybe more intense period of sitting with your feelings in that, in that relationship um, rather than necessarily then just acting on them yeah. can be a shorter but more intense period and much more valuable, much more useful. Yeah, it's one period. of those paradoxical things. Is you, you know, Part of what's driving you to not stay with their feelings is that you don't want this hard thing to happen. Mm. But actually, when you deny that person's feelings or trying to make them feel something else, you, you know, you're inviting you know, a much more difficult period you know it may be that they repress them but they kind of leak out all over the place it may be that they you know their feelings get bigger and bigger in the way I just suggested yeah um it becomes a whole thing it probably becomes you know a really difficult conflict between you it might be even be one that lasts months and years you know whereas actually they're sitting there with their feelings and really hearing them and really being with them and looking after them could, could have meant that whole thing didn't happen I mean, I'm just nodding away, yeah. like, just thinking about a particular big relationship. You know, when also there's that pressure in relationships to perform your relationship in a particular way, and there is that pressure on you not to um, spend that time in your relationship feeling sad or mm. angry or frustrated or whatever it is, because you're not supposed to be doing that. Happily Everything's ever supposed after. To be great. Happily ever after. Exactly. Any bad feeling is means there's something wrong. No. Let's welcome all of the feelings into our relationships. You know, you're going to have better relationships if you can have all of the feelings there. Um, in fact, they will be happier, happier relationships if they're also sadder relationships and relationships where people can express anger and <laughs> relationships where people can be frightened. Yeah, real talk, real. Uh, yeah. And we are, uh, yeah, we're we're saying this, but also we've lived this. You know, yeah. we've been in those relationships. We've. Uh, we have yes we've done our time <laughs> we've done our time <laughs> doing this so yeah. um, hopefully 
you won't have to. And but it's and it's not easy. So I think no. you know we should be completely open that it doesn't. You know, I mean it's it is it gets into this kind of intent. You know, I want to say like it doesn't always work. As in sometimes we can't just be with people's feelings and then it's hard. But actually, even that, it's like on some meta level. You know, that's going to happen sometimes where it just feels too hard to be with someone's feelings and then it becomes more of a conflict. And then the challenges stay with that. Yeah. And then you know if it if it does bloom and more feelings join the party can we stay with that and staying with that doesn't necessarily mean like staying in this intense like we're now having to talk this out for for no, you know no, days no. and you know we might need to take some time and process and then come back to that conversation yeah you know but yeah can we can we just be okay with all of our feelings and all of the other person's feelings in this relationship <sighs> friendship you know we're, we're talking about all kinds of relationships here all as well we're not just talking about romantic or sexual ones aren't we yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. cool so um so why is it even harder to stay? So it's hard to stay in our feelings anyway. Yeah. But it can be really hard to stay with them when we're in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. Because I guess there's that sense that if if they're having a bad feeling, that we can feel responsible for their... Yeah. I don't even want to say bad feeling. I want to say, like, difficult feeling. Or... Yeah. I think we haven't got the language around this. We're so used no. to this binary of good and bad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're so used to saying these are the good feelings and these are the bad feelings. Mm. One one thing that's really interesting is that those basic emotions that they talk about in Inside Out and they talk about in the academic literature and emotions it's like the the basic ones are supposed to be joy uh surprise anger fear sadness and disgust so like four of them are what we might see as negative emotions yeah and i think actually trying to challenge that whole idea that those are negative yeah like you know they can feel so good those feelings when we feel them you know when we allow them mm. like if it can feel really great sometimes just to be really sad about a loss or a painful thing it yeah. can feel great to have a proper rant about something that's really that really is ang- anger inducing you know even you know fear and excitement are super close to each other you know yeah. once we start to sort of think more complexly about this then we don't I think it stops being about this is good this is bad you know just as joy yes. can be a bit much yeah, it can, I think yeah. sometimes joy can be tinged with sadness as well, can't it? Oh yeah, I mean this is it. I think they really get that in Inside Out. How sometimes when there's two of the two or more of the feelings present simultaneously, they, that's really beautiful. Mm. You know, that can be really gorgeous. Like sometimes more beautiful even than a than a single primary color feeling. Yeah. I mean, if we can have like a tinge of sadness because we think that the joy might end, why can't we have a t- tinge of joy because we know the sadness is going to end? Yeah. I mean. Right. And I sometimes do get that. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. So, but yes, you're right. That what you were saying before was that you know one of the reasons that it's really hard to stay with somebody else's feelings is if we feel responsible for them. Yeah. Um, and we might be because feelings are relational. Yeah. So it's not you know sometimes people want to say own your feelings mm. like your feelings are your feelings. I didn't have anything to do with them. Yeah. No. You, you probably did it's relation. It's in relation yeah. and sometimes people want to say you made me feel mm. it's all your fault mm. and that's also wrong headed yeah. because it's relational you're part of it too yeah. so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's part of the context of whatever's happening at that moment yeah and the feeling arose so um, it's important to to rather than go into kind of judging that feeling yeah straight away it's just about that we just have to kind of notice the feeling yeah. and notice the other person's feeling and what what it is that they're saying and I like to sort of do this thing of like assume all feelings are sensible mm. so that really helps with that block is just to say 
okay you know this person is really sad about like you know they think they're gonna lose me it seems like a ridiculous thing you know I'm not going anywhere I know that I want to yeah. kind of fix it and just reassure them yeah but actually no I've got to assume that on, for whatever reason for that person right now it's super sensible to be terrified of loss yeah and like stay with that maybe by staying with it they're gonna get they're going to suddenly remember oh it reminds me of this thing that happened when I was a kid or yeah. maybe you know maybe we'll get to some reason and even if we don't just let's assume it's really sensible that right yeah. now they're feeling that yeah and the, yeah the hard thing is to not get into but it must be my fault or it must be their fault exactly you know, this bad thing's happening either I'm to blame and that would be the end of the world or they're to blame and actually I want them to be to blame mm. because it means I'm not to blame and we get into this whole like who's to blame for this difficult feeling and that just doesn't help anybody definitely yeah it can also be really difficult if you're in a very if you're in a close relationship with somebody that um, you feel like their feelings can be entwined with yours or that your values are entwined mm. or that everything because you can be so immersed in somebody else's life mm-hmm. that it can be easy to be judgmental about somebody else having a feeling because that's not a feeling that you would be having in this situation yes and so we can be judging other people based on how we might react to this and actually there's no way you have no idea how you would react to this yeah what but what you're but what you're trying to do is like i don't want you to have that feeling about the situation because it doesn't feel like the feeling i would have in that situation mm. or maybe it terrifies me that i might have that feeling in that situation i really wouldn't want to mm. so instead of like again staying with your feeling i'm now trying to make you feel something different to make me feel better you know um yeah like because i feel too enmeshed in exactly yeah. mm-hmm. and i think it's just it's immediately unhelpful that if anyone who is feeling feelings to feel like they have to kind of justify their feelings or to, yeah. to feel like they have to kind of make a case for their feelings. Yeah, that they might not be legitimate somehow. No. No. Because that also then just takes them, it creates more feelings and also takes them away from that initial feeling. What yeah. we need to be doing is allowing the person in our life to really just feel that feeling that they're having. Yeah, yeah. And so that requires... Um, a lot of the kind of skills that we've both picked up through our one-to-one work with people yeah. is just really good listening. Yeah. And But being able to be detached and be a good listener in the way that we are professional with people is very different when you're in the heat of it. Yeah, totally. So I guess it's also like feel your own feelings about how hard this might be for you. Yeah. Or how... Feel your own feelings as well as allowing the other person to feel... To, yeah have a place to feel their feelings yeah and that might be that you both feel your feelings separately as well which is also fine right yeah exactly i had one recently where you know we got into this kind of we were both having a whole lot of really tough feelings mm. and you know the other person really was really great and just kind of said like oh is this one where we need a bit of time out or is this one where let's keep talking with each other and there was also we're feeling our way with you know almost like who's feel who's going to get to feel the feelings first here because we can't like have it all all of it you know so yeah it's like sometimes there is a bit of a feeling into you know where's the urgency here Mm. like both people have been spun into some tough feelings but it might be one of them is often it's that one person's more capable in that moment of stepping up and being the looking after person yeah and it's almost like you feel into is can one of us do that right now if neither of us can maybe time apart is a better idea or going to somebody else for support but it, it might be that one of us kind of is like okay yeah no actually I can I can put my bit on hold for a little while and really look after you and listen and then maybe we'll come back so you were saying that there might be 
one person in the in the relationship who is more able to do some looking after and to either listen to the other person's feelings mm. or to allow that pe- person to have their own space to feel their feelings while you yeah you know kind of hold that space for them is yeah. what is an expression we like using yeah like I, another time recently I remember you know I was coming back on the train from somewhere and I'd got some messages from from one of my people and kind of clearly behind the messages was some strong feelings and I I had this initial like defensiveness I kind of wanted to say why have you hit me with all this stuff you know Mm. and I and I like put everything down turned my music off you know like really tried to just feel into have I have I got the capacity for this right now Mm. and it was like yeah I can remember to myself that this person's probably having some some strong feelings and that's why they did that thing mm-hmm. and I can return to them now in a place where I can say hey you know let, this is I've got this you yeah. know tell me about what was underlying all of that for you let's not get into trying to sort it out and address the, the actual content but yeah. let's really hear about the feelings and that's what we did and I could bring it but it's something about learning yourself when you have that and when you don't have that yeah yeah I think uh, there are times when it's easier for us to help other close people to us to feel their feelings because it might be that that feeling has nothing to do with necessarily the relationship yes. we have with that person. Yes. So on, let's th- let's learn from this and then we can see whether we can also apply this to when yes. that feeling might also be live because it's yeah. part of the relationship. So. I think that's right. I, and, like, and like you were saying, like actually, even in a situation where the feelings about something completely different, that still can be hard for people because they're doing that whole thing of like, I wouldn't feel this or I wouldn't want to feel yeah. this so I don't, or I don't really feel okay with you feeling this. But mostly, it's a lot easier when it's um, about something else rather than yeah. when it's about you. Yeah. <laughs> so totally. that's that's like PhD level staying with feelings when the feeling they're having is about you I mean, and you're still able to stay with it. <laughs> yeah. If you can get to that though, I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah. it is the business. Um, it is. You, and you can feel really proud with yourself. You're like, you are the superhero of staying with feelings when you can do that and you, and you see it through and you you know and it was good and yeah. the other person's like wow you're a legend for being able to do that and yeah it's uh, it's a whole thing yeah mate i totally feel that way about you Thank you're like you. your phd stone with feelings Aww. um <laughs> so um, having some feelings <laughs> so the so again coming back to that kind of you know what works in yeah. that sense is that it's about really um trying to uh, be person-centered and be i guess i'm thinking about like uh, mm. approaches that therapists use you know like therapeutic approaches that yeah it's that the ones that we really favor are those kinds of you know like the existential person centered yeah um, humanistic is humanistic word. Yeah. phenomenological oh phenomenological that's maybe the so, longest word we've ever used on this podcast that's a word i use, i learned to pronounce the other day <laughs> I mean, all of those words basically kind of mean that you're really just trying to understand where the person's coming from in yeah. the context that they're in, in the circumstances that surround them, and and in the, the messages that society gives them. Perfectly explained. Yeah, like and and that it's and again that assumption that it's always sensible. Like if we think that somebody's behaving irrationally or not sensibly, we just don't know enough about their context or the wider culture or what yeah. what their meanings are around something. Yeah. So being able to really nicely hold the feelings for somebody. Um, and to hold, sorry, to hold the space for somebody to to feel their feelings yeah. is the first thing to do is to really just um, believe them and 
get that mm. sense as you were saying that their feelings are completely rational and actually mm-hmm. potentially quite uh, useful to them yeah and just to give them that sense that you're on their side yeah that, you know that they're that you're that you've got them mm-hmm. and that even if you're I mean, you, you have a story about this even if your relationship setup means that if your view on relationships uh, is completely different like yeah. if I had somebody um, if I had one of my monogs friends talking to me about mm. you know something in, in their monogamous relationship that was really stifling and you know it was really yeah. difficult I wouldn't just leap in with advice and say well you should be poly mate like yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what you should be doing exactly you know yeah, it's yeah. like it's just listening to them and understanding their circumstances and just allowing them to speak and just yeah, say yeah within those things. circumstances it's like an understanding their worldview enough to know why this thing would hurt them yeah um, when even if it's not a thing that would hurt you yeah. because under your you know so yeah cheating would be a great example you know somebody's non-monogamous and totally fine with their partner having casual sex encounters but you're talking to a monogamous person whose partner's just done that and it's and it's killing them yeah. you know or even to a non-monogamous person who thought it would be okay and that's happened and it's killing them yeah, you know yeah. then that's a, that's the feeling they're having exactly you know? and it's so and it doesn't have to be your way of doing things yeah completely yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it's just about being with them and, and being kind to them and isn't it yeah just kind of it's all about kindness really Leaning your head to one side, <laughs> nodding a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and like, again, there might be a bit of meta conversation about what's helpful. Is that, is it like a little meme that goes around where um, there's little stick figures? Uh, again, one of my people was reminding me of this the other day. And it's like a person says that they're having a strong feeling and their mate's like, well, what would be helpful to you? Like, mm. would you like, would you like to me to just hear about it? Would you like to have a cry? You know, would you like to get into fixing it? And the person's like, well, what I'd really like is I'd like to, you know, tell you about the feeling. I'd like to get a hug. And then I'd like to go on an adventure about trying to find a solution. And then I'd like to like chill out and watch TV or something like that, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you can have that meta you know what's good for you here but sometimes people don't know when they're in the, the the depths of the feeling so just sitting alongside them i think is the thing yeah not trying to say too much yeah letting them know you're there checking out if a little physical contact might be helpful mm-hmm. or not and either is okay mm-hmm. just be, just being alongside somebody yeah i think sometimes giving them options as well and like trying to sometimes when people are in those um feelings they the trying to trying to give them options for what might be a helpful thing yeah. and sometimes you need to sometimes instead of asking the question what is it I can do for you which can be quite a big question to yeah. do when you're in a bit wide open yeah yeah because also I guess there are bodily responses that we have when we're having feelings yeah. in the same way that we talked about um you know they're not the same feelings as when we're getting triggered but mm. in, but in a similar way when we're having feelings that are big yeah our body can re- react can become i guess quite slow i get quite tired and i just yeah. kind of um my brain doesn't I'm, I'm not as reactive as usual i just kind of get quite slow and yeah. i don't quite know what i want to do to watch snooker usually <laughs> um but it's good to kind of give people options and that yeah. sometimes they can be just quite i mean um a very cute story uh is that my girlfriend's husband sometimes mm. will just put on this uh hot dog fancy dress outfit that he owns and literally we'll just sit next to her and they'll both sit drinking a beer or <laughs> a wine he's wearing a hot dog outfit that's what that's about I that's just wonder that's about yeah that's adorable the right thing about it's a bitch so yeah. um and it's like yeah and you know so he'll say would you like to put on my hot dog outfit and oh. she'll be like 
that's actually the one thing in the world I want right now. So it yeah. reminds me in Ray's Anatomy, like one of the nice things about Meredith and Christina's relationship um, that comes in at one point is that they they sort of dance it off. They have this thing like with strong feelings where sometimes it's like, is it one of those that needs us to dance it out? You right. know, and they'll just do that. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we find our ways in relationships to things that we can particularly offer that the other person often finds particularly helpful. Yeah. Yeah. But there are times in relationships when sometimes it's just too much for us and we can't yeah. do this. So even if it's not a thing that is in any way to do with our relationship with that person, yeah. the feeling that somebody's having might just be a bit too live for us at that moment. It might be... Yeah, it might trigger our stuff too much. Yeah. Or it might be just too tired. I think there's that, you know, for me in a day, if a lot of big stuff's happened, I just get that real sense of like, I haven't got capacity for another one. Yeah. Um. So I think if I'm there, it would be good to let people know that's where I'm at and you know and again that's a really hard one it's like sometimes you can't offer it and sometimes actually it isn't um like the person is just going to have to do their own thing with it so again another recent one I had was super vulnerable and a partner was was brilliant with that and did loads of really good staying with Mm. my feelings um kind of repeatedly which felt amazing because often I can feel like well you've kind of held me while I cried once and now oh god I need it again like that's Mm. too much to ask and they were great Mm. to keep doing that and still at the end of the whole thing I still had some stuff Mm -hmm. and it was like actually what I'm going to need to do is just sit on my own with Mm. that remaining bit (laughs) because there's actually nothing that anyone else can do for me with that bit somehow I'm going to need to do that part myself and um, yeah I think again the more you do this kind of work the more you get that sense of like oh this is one someone can help with this is one I someone can't or at this moment I do have this to offer but I don't have that to offer yeah and you can you know just navigate that whole thing a bit more smoothly than where you're at at the, at the beginning of figuring all this stuff out and it where it's like oh feelings are here and I just want them to go away definitely <laughs> yeah. and it's also really worth taking uh time to think about what your pattern is as well speaking oh, yeah. to our make your own relationship user guide that sometimes people uh, I mean certainly my pattern that I'm trying to resist now is to always be there for another person if they're wanting yeah. my help regardless of whether I can actually have the capacity to give it yeah. and I've made a, a, a better effort to not do that all the time mm. uh, but the it's really important to get that balance of you doing you as well as us Definitely. and allowing yourself to have your own feelings as well as being there to hold the space for other people which can be really tiring work oh really tiring and I think yeah a great meta thing to do is to really th- really do some thinking about which feelings you find easier or harder to be around with other people like we mm. were talking earlier about anger mm. and I guess if you've had anger expressed again earlier in your life in ways that are physically violent or really eruptive and volatile or maybe if it was never around it was just simply not allowed then anger can be a really hard one to be around and of course it's never okay for someone to be violent with anger or you know really blamingly aggressive or Mm. something but it can mean that even you know really legit kind of anger that we would want to be able to stay with is just too hard yeah um so you know thinking about it for you you know for you is it you know is it anger is it sadness is it Mm -hmm. you know is it any negative so-called emotion that's hard you know and then you can start to you know maybe work on that stuff but also be honest with folks about yeah I'm going to be the greatest person in the world for you to come and cry on my shoulder (coughs) if you want to have the angry rants 
and I start to feel that maybe some of it's directed at me or related to something that's in me, then I'm going to really struggle with that. Yeah. And I might burst into tears and that'll be really crap, you know, because I wanted to stay with your anger, but now it's all about me and my sadness. And yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, yes. I've learned, I, again, that's something that I've learned recently and mm. uh, it's just so useful to have those mental conversations. It, yeah. It's incredibly useful. I, you know, I wish nineteen-year-old uh, me, I'd, you know, learnt some of this stuff. But, oh you know, no! Like, of course, there's no relationships education then, just as there isn't now. I mean, yeah. Who? Ah, anyway. That's why Inside Out makes me cry the whole way through the film because it's basically imagining a world in which somebody gets taught this stuff as a child. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, let's have some sad feelings of loss right now because you know yeah so many of us just didn't get that and we've had to do all of this work and we're still having to do it you know i think this is going to really like uh resonate with a lot of our listeners as well yeah. so um i think that's about the end of what we've got to say isn't it yeah i think the thing i just add is like you know you're gonna get it quote unquote wrong oh yeah and never feel never beat yourself up about that because the way our culture is it's and the way our lives have been it's going to be bloody hard and in a sense under this kind of idea of staying with feelings there's no wrong because if you're having a bunch of feelings about the fact you couldn't stay with the feelings then those are the feelings that need to be stayed with and like it just carries on like that you know you can't argue with your actual feelings that's no. the thing isn't it your <laughs> you feelings, can try but yeah. they're going to win <laughs> Your feelings are, yeah. uh, are authentic and tuning into those those initial feelings are the ones that we really need to be tuning yeah, into. Yeah, if you can start to notice that first flicker of sadness or that little little worry inside or that like kind of niggle, mm-hmm. if you can kind of stay with that yourself, if you can stay that with that in another person, you know, you've just, it's gold, really. Yeah. yeah. Let's bring it to an end there because mm. your cat continues to be <laughs> the most badly behaved cat in London I during know. this during this particular taping. That's this particular very, very taping curious. of this show. Yeah. She's just been all up in <laughs> like we've been going really deep there. Yeah. And MJ's been having to like fend off. There was yeah. one point where you heard Barney crawl over the microphone. Yeah. But MJ like just held it together like a pro. <laughs> Thank you. They were great. <laughs> it was it was challenging. She wants to knock everything off the surfaces right now. I think maybe Barney is having angry feelings and expressing them in the way that she knows how. And they're angry feelings about why I haven't been given lunch yet. Oh, sure. Um, okay, right. And they're probably legit angry feelings because it's like nearly one thirty. And uh, you're not to blame for her anger. I'm not to blame, but I can stay with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah. um, please review our book on Amazon. Uh, if we can get to fifty reviews, like we know there are more, we know there are more than fifty, more than fifty people who listen to this podcast. Yes, so please review our book on Amazon. It can take a minute, and um, we really appreciate it. It's enjoy sex, how and then if you want to, by us. Um, <laughs> you can also find details of that on MegJohnAndJustin.com, which is our website, and uh, we will be tweeting about it on at MegJohnJustin. Oh, yes. And we'll be Facebooking about it at forward slash Meg John Justin. And we'll be SoundClouding. You can find our podcasts on the SoundCloud forward slash Meg John Justin. Where you can subscribe and leave reviews. And on iTunes, you can leave reviews for that too. That would also, would also be great. Wouldn't it be nice if we could someday, at some point, 
make some money out of what we do. That'd be fab. <laughs> but until then, I really love chatting with you about staying with feelings. That I really love that too. It was really great. Yeah. It's one of my favourite ones. Yeah, me too, already. Okay. <laughs> anyway, bye for now, lovely ciao. listeners. Bye. Ciao, ciao.